Hey guys, welcome back to Preview Alliance Podcast. It's Sarah and Whitney. So you guys really loved um, You're Still a Good Mom If episode. Oh yeah, that so is a good one. For this year, we're titling a little different. My mom truth is. Oh, <laughs> so am I telling on myself? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. We're going to have. At least we know. Some, and I have kind of pulled different people yeah. and just from what we've heard from our preview women, mm-hmm. what we've kind of just seen mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. is some of these truths. And I'm going to start and I'll just read some of the, the common themes and then we can kind of break it up. I feel like I shouldn't have yelled or lost my patience as much as I do. I feel like I should have done this better. Whatever this could be. It could be motherhood. It could be that moment. I worry what my kids will remember their childhood like. So I wrote this apparently and didn't realize (laughs) it. Okay, nice, nice. I worry if I'm a good mom. I feel like I am failing. Sometimes I miss my old life before I was a mom. I feel like my kid is constantly getting sick and I can barely keep my head above water. I legit have texted you that. (laughs) I compare myself to other moms. I don't enjoy every moment of motherhood. I want time for myself but feel guilty when I take it. My home being a mess or clutter really bothers me. Oh, same. Same. Now... Some other mom truths that is not on this list is just, I think day to day we have our mom truths where we're afraid to even say it. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be, I'm more angry of a mom than I ever thought I was. Yeah. I am more controlling than I ever thought I'd be. Mm-hmm. I am more critical of myself. Mm-hmm. More critical of my partner. Mm-hmm more critical again like apparently i wrote this and i don't remember writing this i set myself my kids up for failure of my expectations Mm. that's a deep one that is but it's i think the mom truth is that you it's your truth Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong no a thought is a thought correct and we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. thoughts feelings and emotions are not bad wrong or good and they They are there they can be pleasant and unpleasant and they can pass oh absolutely yes now i guarantee most moms who are listening to this agree to half 75 percent, maybe even all of what i just said as Mm -hmm. a mom truth Mm -hmm. now let me tell you some reasons why people say or said i'm afraid to tell you my mom truth Mm mm-hmm you will judge me. You will think I don't love my child. Mm-hmm. You will think I'm ungrateful. Oh, that is such a Southern thing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Southern influence on that one. You will dismiss me or I'm making this up. Think I'm making mm-hmm. this up. Yeah, they've been gaslit before. Uh-huh. You will take my baby away from me. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to help or support me. Mm-hmm. So, like, why should I even say it mentality? Yeah. This one's this one's true. What if the truth scares you away from being in my life? Mm. So that's, I could really dive deep on that. But Let's dive. That's some people-pleasing stuff right there. Yeah. That, that is an anxious person at root, and that also tells me that as a child, they were always told that they weren't good enough. Yeah. 
And so now they think, well, if I tell someone my heart, then they're just going to leave or they're just going to tell me I'm worthless and that I'm mm-hmm. not good enough. So why risk that abandonment Yeah, when they just can try to deal with it? Suck it up. Or the gaslighting where it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I did it. Yeah. I raised you. Yeah. It's fine. Or it's not that hard to be a stay-at-home mom. Or, I go and work outside of the house, you know, 40-something hours yeah. a week. Or, you know, look, she's a CEO of this company, and she has five kids, and she's yeah. this, and she's that. Why can't she? I would she, not want that stress and responsibility. Why can't she do that? Oh, Lord. You know? Mm-hmm. Or I, walked, or here, I walked up to school six miles in the snow carrying 10 backpacks. In the July heat. Uh-huh. Why can't you yeah. do this? Uh-huh. Or... I wish I had a baby. Why are you complaining? Mm-hmm. Or you asked for it. You knew what. You yeah. know how to make a baby. You mm-hmm. knew what was going to come your way. Exactly. Or the, everything's fine. Why would you complain? Oh, that drives me up a wall. Uh-huh. Because here's the thing. My heart is hard. Your heart is hard. Nobody else's challenges or difficulties invalidate somebody else's. Right. So the whole, well, you have a child and I can't have one. Why are you complaining about your child? Well, maybe that child is a difficult child. Maybe it's a colicky baby. Yeah. Maybe that child has special needs. Maybe they are a terrible two, like both my children have been, and they're having a tantrum in the middle of Publix. Uh I don't know. Mm -hmm. But that is hard, and it is also hard that that person is going through infertility or miscarriage. Yes. Okay? They they are different hearts. They are different. But one does not invalidate or negate the other. No. Mm Mm-mm. So let, let's stop comparing our hearts. Let, let's just quit comparing our hearts. It is all hard. And then I feel so sad for moms who feel like they can't say their truth. Yeah. Because of the judgment and the shame. Mm-hmm. Fear-based and, actions, which again comes back to anxiety. Right. Or that people won't look at motherhood mm-hmm. as that it can be hard and we can still love our kids. Mm-hmm. And again, we've said this before. I don't think being a mom, if our goal, if our job mm-hmm. only was to love this child. Oh, yeah. And be a mom. Got it. Any day. Can do that. You throw everything else. That's what's hard. Mm-hmm. That's what's stressful. Yeah. Managing my own emotions is hard. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. And I didn't. I'm having to regulate ourselves. No, I didn't do any of the work to learn about regulating myself, my emotions, dealing with my inner child. I didn't do none of that work. Well, you didn't know about it until recently. I didn't know about it until now. You can't hold yourself accountable for something you didn't know. And so that's why we're trying to sound the alarm. Mm Mm-hmm. Like this work should have started in my 20s. Oh, yeah. But now it's starting in motherhood. Mm Mm-hmm. So what do you tell moms about their mom truths? Like if someone had just unloaded like this on you and they're just looking at you like Whitney. Yeah. Like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. Okay. So for starters, what you feel is valid. It's not true. We're going to say it's not necessarily true. Right. Okay. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it is not necessarily true that you are a bad mom, even though you feel like a bad mom. Right. Okay. 
I think even the fact that you were questioning if you're a good mom shows me you're a good mom. You're concerned enough yeah. to be worried. Yeah. Okay. I'm not thinking that you're a bad mom. Right. Okay. Yeah. Let's, or let's you feel that. like I'm failing or you feel like I'm not good enough. Yeah. Or you're like, I feel like I yell too much. Okay. And that's fair. If someone, we'll go with that one right yeah. there. Someone may say that they feel like they yell too much. Well, I'm not there. I can't be the judge of that. So I'm not going to come in and negate or gaslight and say, oh, you don't yell too much. Right. Okay. So that doesn't validate where they're coming from. Right. So if you come and you say, I feel like I am a horrible mom. I will buck that and say that you're not a bad mom. I hate you feel that way. That is a horrible way to feel. Yes. But then they followed up with, I feel like I yell too much. Well, okay. Well, what is making you feel like you're yelling too much? Let's dig into that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? If you yell 24-7, yeah, that probably is a little too much. Yeah, we got let's, Okay. Let's figure out why we're yelling. Exactly. Because here's the thing, frustration, anger, all of those things are normal, natural human emotions, and we're going to feel them. But again, if you're the default parent, if your child is constantly getting sick and you're constantly calling out of work, or maybe you got fired because of having uh -huh. to call out of work. Or your partner is not supportive. Exactly. You don't have family nearby right. to help you out. You're constantly at the pediatrician You're or urgent sleeping. care. Exactly. So there's a lot of factors at play. That we got to get to the root of it. Exactly. So we're not just going to so, look at you and be like, you're a bad mom. Exactly. I will buck that statement. Yeah. I will not agree with someone that tells me that they are a bad mom. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to agree with you. I hate you feel that way. And someone I really do. You ever say that to someone. No. No one should ever tell you you're a bad mother. I feel like that's that carrot people hang above moms. Oh, it's blackmail. Are you a good mom or a bad mom? I can I can cut a mom if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. I would never do this. But if I, because mm -hmm. I'm a mom, so I yeah. know what would hurt me the most. Mm -hmm. And so people do that to moms because they know malicious. what's going to hurt us. Mm -hmm. And that's coming for if we're good or bad as yes. a mom. If we're failing or we're not as a mom. Because they know ultimately that's in our core. So it's going to hurt. It is going to be a gut punch. Uh -huh. So with that being said, I will disagree with you. I'm not going to call you a bad mom. I will tell you I hate that you feel that way. Mm -hmm. But if the reason you feel like a bad mom is because you yell all the time or you're not an Instagram or Pinterest Oh boy, we mom, gotta let that one go. You know, if there are other, there's reasons that makes you feel like you are a bad mom, we need to dig into that. And if it's something like you feel like you yell too much or that, you know, you're worried that your child is going to remember their childhood poorly, things of that, well, how do you remember your childhood? And it's, you're probably wanting to break that cycle that has been there so what we need to look at is, okay, how many responsibilities are you carrying? Again, are you default parent? Mm -hmm. You know, different things like that. Let's, you know, in crisis mode, when you're in the heat of the moment and you just want to scream because your kid just won't go put their shoes on and you've told them 50 bajillion times, uh -huh. Uh -huh. that's when we need to ground and self-regulate because you are dysregulated in that moment. And we can't have our crazy meet their crazy. Correct. Because... A dysregulated adult cannot regulate a dysregulated child. Dysregulation and dysregulation 
are like putting two negative ends of magnets together. It's going to reject each other. It's going to blow up. And you probably had that or someone, I guarantee most moms have had that experience when they were a kid. Oh, absolutely. And so that I think it's hard and it hurts. I've seen it. And I had amazing parents. But, you know, even just the things that you see or family members you've witnessed say or do, mm-hmm. and then you catch yourself saying or doing to some mm-hmm. extent that same thing. Mm-hmm. That is just like, I don't want to be this that person. That exacerbates that mom guilt. Horrible. It is. Mom guilt sucks. So in that crisis moment, when you feel like you're on the edge of losing your temper, or maybe you have lost your temper. Yeah. Okay. We need to ground. Yeah. I At that point, honestly, because when I get angry, I do feel hot. I need you to get ice. I need you to get a wet paper towel. I need you to get a washcloth, a cold bottle of water, Coke can, put something it. cold or wet. And I'm going to need you to put that on your neck. Mm-hmm. Not even going for the wrist. I need you to put it on your neck, front or back. Bring yourself down a little bit. Yeah. Kind of start to reset that central nervous system. Have that vagal reset. Uh-huh. And then what other grounding techniques can we pull into play? Let's bring them out. So can you step outside for a moment and be barefoot on the grass? And think about how does that grass feel on your feet? Heel drops. Yeah. Heel drops are another good one. Maybe you just need to tell your child, you know what? I'm flustered. I'm frustrated. I need a 30 second dance party. You just shake. I was about to say, play some Taylor Swift and shake it off. Yes. Reset that central nervous system. Pull yourself out of that moment if you absolutely can. And I get schedules, being on time, things like that. You can take 30 seconds. I promise you, if you take that 30 seconds to reset, it will be much better than a yelling, screaming car fight. I hum a Mm -hmm. lot. Um, Even just, I think Will at his school is taught, it's like dragon breaths. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. Yeah. Like that, like I'm trying to blow out a candle. Exactly. Like I'm a dragon. Mm -hmm. And even saying, hey, mommy, mommy needs to take a dragon breath. A dragon breath. And you know what? Because mommy's being a dragon right now. Well, and fire I breathing. I don't want to burn down the castle. I mean, sometimes things happen. Okay. You know. We're not perfect here, listeners. No. Just hear that. But. I need to put out the fire I started. I feel like every Halloween I need to dress up as a firefighter and just because I carry a fire extinguisher because I feel like that's all we do is put out fires. That's defunct mom. Yeah. Yeah. But I actually had this almost little light bulb moment after i mentioned the car fight let's just say something happens in the car oh boy like things are fine when you get into the car but while in the car that's when the dysregulation Uh and the butting of the heads takes place for us it's definitely strapping baby james in yeah and then we lose it with will a lot over Mm -hmm. like a snack or a toy that's forgotten or can't be reached Uh uh-huh so i would say a form of regulation and grounding that you can use as rolling the windows down we do that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, even if it's... It stops r- screaming tantrums. Oh, yeah. It's fabulous. It distracts them. Yeah. So, again, distraction. Because you have to pull your head. It's like your mind and your body is, like, on this level. Uh-huh. And maybe we need to crank up the AC fan a little bit. Let Get it that hit us. cold. Because, you know, maybe it's raining outside. I don't know. So crank up that AC a little bit. If you have a sunroof, again, if it's raining, mm-hmm. only do the cover back. Yeah. Just something to let in a little more light. Uh-huh. Something to distract you. Count focus. 
focus on what the rain sounds like. Get your you're distracting your body to recalm yourself. Correct. To bring you back. Mm-hmm. And it's yes. And then and people are like, "Wait, what are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. Okay, because we've never taught this. No. Okay? This should have been taught. This should have been part of our day to day, way back when. Okay, That's my so, soapbox. Yeah. Okay, we were not. So now we're thrown into yeah. motherhood. Yeah. With all the hormones. Let's not even talk about postpartum, depression, anxiety. Yeah. We're talking about just our day to day. Yeah. So I love how in high school we were taught about parallelograms instead of emotional regulation. Okay. I don't use parallelograms in my life. I could not tell you the last time I did any work with a parallelogram. No, and I'm going to probably have to have a tutor for my children when they teach that when they come to high school because I'm going to be like, mommy don't know that. Yeah, no. Come to me for grounding. Sis, it's been two decades. Mm -mm. Yeah, we ain't got that. Yeah, hot minute. Uh huh. So we'll find you somebody to help you with that. But in the meanwhile, when you get frustrated with a parallelogram, I'm your mom. I got you. I have been teaching you this all along. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So these mom truths aren't the fact that like, we got to reframe this. Like we all have our mom truths, but why do we feel this way Mm -hmm. is what is happening in our life to make it feel this way. What things do we have on our plate? Yeah. That is breaking. All the things? That is dropping. Do we have all the things on our plate? Because if you do, Mm -hmm. it's too much. And again, reframe. What is realistic? Yeah. What can you realistically manage and what can you not? And you cannot carry the weight of people's mm. happiness. No. Let's just put that out there. Yeah. Again, we've said it before. You are not responsible for other people's thoughts about you, their actions or their words or reactions to you. Either are your children. And mm. as a mom, we take on that yes. our kids. So it's like mm-hmm. you take on, my kid has to do X to make this person uh-huh. happy. Mm-hmm. So you're not only just taking it on for yourself, mm-hmm. you're taking it on for your children. Yeah. And you got to let both of that go. Exactly. An adult's happiness should not be like the source of joy is not there, but a child. Correct. And no matter what the grandmother may mm-hmm. try to put on you. Yep. And I'm going to even say this one too. This is really controversial, but this one I have to Ooh, learn. I like it. Is when it comes to even I think marriages, mm-hmm. okay, your spouse cannot be the sole source of nope. your happiness. Nope. Okay. And then as a parent, your child is not yours. And it's not fair to put that on them. Because you see that mm-hmm. in enmeshment, which we talked yep. about before, where mother-in-laws may think that the daughter-in-law mm-hmm. has brainwashed and changed their son yeah. when in reality... It was never that son's role to fulfill their mother in that way. Yep. So it was not the daughter-in-law. No. And ain't the grandkid. Nope. It's the mother-in-law who's never did the work and realized. There's some projection going on. Mm -hmm. So your mom truth is your mom truth. That's fine. Yeah. But that is not a defiant thing that's like, this is what's wrong with Whitney. Yeah, exactly. We got to peel back that onion. Mm Mm-hmm. And let's touch on mom guilt. How we got to let that go? So with mom guilt, again, most of the time, I think it comes from comparison. Yes. So remind yourself that you are your child's mother for a reason. Mm-hmm. That Mary down the road is not your child's mom. No. It doesn't matter how Pinterest perfect and Instagram perfect her house is. She's not your child's mom. Mm-mm. And your child honestly could care less about that house. 
Yeah. Let's just be real. As adults, we put value on that. Our child does not. No. So reframe. Know that you are your child's mom for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. That you are there for that purpose. Then with the mom guilt of that comparison trap, realize, you know what? I'm doing the best that I can. My kid has a roof over their head. Yeah. If they have food in their stomach, if they have shoes on their feet, right? you are meeting their needs. You love that child. You love that child and you would do anything uh-huh. for that child. What does moms do after the most excruciating human event of delivery? Mm-hmm. I don't care how you delivered. Yeah. What do you say the first thing? How are they? How yeah. is she? Uh-huh. How is he? Mm-hmm. I remember saying that vividly with both my daughters in labor. I would look at my arms. I'm like, are they okay on the monitor? Are they okay? Are they okay? And she was like, yeah, they're doing fine. I promise you that they're doing great. I woke up from the traumatic birth. And that was the first thing. Is Will okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean. Yeah. Same. And, you know, Bill was like, are you okay? He's okay. Because he yeah. knew Will was okay. Yeah. And I was like, that you needed to I know. was fixated. Mm-hmm. And so that starts the moment we get that pregnancy to pause it. Absolutely. Test. We always need to know that they're okay and that they're cared for. And they are. And, and so they we are. have to know that we are. So reframe that mom guilt of our kids do not need all things flashy and spendy and lavish. They need us to be with them mm-hmm. in the moment. Which I also know that there can be mom guilt of I'm not as mentally present as I would like to be. Yes. I will give you that. I've been in that boat. Same. So what I would recommend with that is to put your phone on. Do not disturb or just put your phone kind of away from you. Now, I also understand that sometimes life happens and we do need our phones close by in case there's an emergency phone call that we get. But are we, do we need to look at Instagram sometimes Correct. when our kids are around? And I'm so, saying as a call myself out. Yeah. No, so I would even put the screen time limits on your phone. I know Apple does it. I don't know if Droid does it. They do. Well, you, you can, can go it. in and put that yeah. limit on there and you can do it for certain hours during the day or you can say, okay, 30 minutes tops for Insta and Facebook or what have and you. I sometimes like, we talked about this yeah. and you've explained it before on the podcast. Let's do it again. Why do I look at it when I have a million things or why do I distract myself? So that is um, a fawn response. So more commonly, people have heard of fight or flight. Mm -hmm. Fawn is like a freeze kind of thing. Fawn or freeze. And literally sometimes they'll be burning down and I'll like, it's it's brainwashed. I've been brainwashed by Instagram where I just like go to the app. Mm -hmm. Like like legit will touch that. Like I'll just, it's a gnat and I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. So part of that is the fawn and freeze response because we see this mountain list of things to get accomplished Uh or, you know, our kids are duking it out and we don't have the energy to necessarily referee. Uh We don't. And so when we pick up our phone and we scroll and we scroll Instagram, Facebook, things like that, that's fawn or freeze because we don't have it in us to do that. But that's also a defense mechanism of avoidance. Yeah. Because it's anxiety inducing to think, okay, I have 20 things that I need to accomplish or I need to go referee this. Man, there's no bloodshed. Let me go do this because I can control this. I can control my Uh phone-ish. And so we do that as a way of escaping. And it's almost like a protective measure because our brains are in overload. They're in overdrive. So we're like, well, if I just scroll, it's all good. I can be a little numb to it. I can avoid it. Now, that being said... 
that problem is still going to exist when you stop scrolling. Oh, it's, it's probably going to end up in bloodshed at my house. But sometimes, sometimes we do need that step back. That pause. Sometimes we need that pause. But, but I need to pause limits. differently. I need to pause with my shake it off. Yeah. I need to pause with my mm-hmm. deep breaths. Even the. Yeah, the butterfly, butterfly tapping. tapping. It's great. Um, and so. Or even what is it? I was seeing it where you just. Just Almost of, like the raindrop fingers. Yes. I don't know that that's the correct term but we're for call it, it, but that's what everybody I call knows it. what that means. Yeah. Um, and so again, if you do find yourself scrolling as a little bit of an escapism or avoidance, that is okay to an extent. Mm-hmm. I would really say put a time limit of no more than five minutes. Yeah. Because otherwise, it. it is doom scrolling, and it will suck you in. Because that is what those apps are designed to do. They know that. Oh yeah. How do you think they make their money? And the algorithm knows when you're doom scrolling. Oh, absolutely. It 100%. is. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're calling Instagram out. We All know, of them. We know. Facebook, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Snap. Twitter. Mm-hmm. We, Which I never signed up for Twitter, and I feel like I'm thankful for that now. Yeah. You, I would just. Yeah. I would stay. I hear it's quite negative, so I'm glad I've never gotten into that world. I, I think it's very. With anything. And I've left the world of Snap and Pinterest because it was just time wasters. No, totally. And, you know, we did, speaking of Instagram, if you are going to doom scroll, pop on to Preview. That's Alliance, right. We got some great We're, we're going to give you content. So I guess that's something to say, too. You can block and unfollow people. Oh, yeah. And follow people are going to give you things that you actually need. Absolutely. That pour into you like our New Year's uh-huh. podcast uh-huh. that's coming out. Yes. So we just say and add positive things. Don't you know what? We are going to keep doing these like mom truth, you know, you're still a good mom, just to remind you episodes throughout mm-hmm. just our journey so oh, that yeah. you can hear it. Because I think sometimes we think we're the only people who are thinking this. Yes, we feel very alone, very isolated. And you're not. And that's the and same thing postpartum depression, anxiety, those thoughts, those feelings, the terms, the sayings, whatever. Yeah. If you don't hear someone else saying it, mm hmm. You think I'm alone. There's something wrong with me. Yep. And there's not. We just got to give you the tools. Yep. We got to give you the power. Yep. So keep listening. That's right. We're in it, moms. And you know what your mom truth is? You are a good mom. That's right. Till next time. Maternal mental health is as important as physical health. The Preview Alliance podcast was created for and by moms dealing with postpartum depression and all its variables like anxiety, anger, and even apathy. Hosted by CEO, founder, Sarah Parkhurst, and licensed clinical social worker, Whitney Gay, each episode focuses on specific issues relevant to pregnancy and postpartum. Join us and hear how other moms have overcome mental health challenges, as well as access tips and suggestions on dealing with your own challenges as moms. You can also browse our podcast library and listen to previous episodes at any time. Please know you're not alone on this journey. We're here to help.